Hi, this is Lifting Radio. Thank you for downloading this podcast. I'm convinced that as you listen, you will be lifted and inspired. And sure you'll hit the subscribe button to get notifications of new podcasts. Also follow us on Facebook and Twitter at the Family Manual and on Instagram at the Real Family Manual. You can also join our live services at www.youtube.com slash the Family Manual. You are lifted. share with us a word I have titled you are not a mistake part 2 you are not a mistake part 2 Jeremiah 1 and verse 5 Jeremiah 1 verse 5 before I formed thee in the belly I knew thee and before thou came forth out of the womb I sanctified thee and I ordained thee a prophet to the nations I was very careful when I selected you I knew exactly who you were I knew your flaws I knew where you would make mistakes and I took that into consideration when I designed you don't blame yourself for your mistakes I know you more than you know yourself and I created you to be a king, a queen, a prince and a prophet. While you look at yourself and x-ray your flaws, God is looking at you and validating his purpose for creating you. You are not a mistake. I want you to beat your hand on your chest once more again and say, I am not a mistake. God put you here for a reason. There's a reason why you are seated on that chair looking at me this morning. There's a reason why you belong to the tribe you belong to. There's a reason why you are in that family. A lot of people will rise up and say, Ah, God, if not that I were in this family, I will be great. That is a lie. The reason why you are not going to miss it in destiny is because you are in that family. If I was not born in Nigeria, if I was born in Atlanta, United States of America, it is a lie. The reason why you are ordained to reign is because you are in Nigeria. Never wish to be in another country. Are you with me? Never wish to be in another country. God puts you where you are for a reason. Don't take yourself away from the plan and the intent and the purpose of God. I got to London, got out of the airport, and there is something that happens to the mind of a person that gets to London. You see another side of life. I got out of the airport and I said, Wow, this is London. I spent the first week, spent the second week, spent the third week, and I spent one month. And I told myself I can't stay here. I told myself I cannot. Mommy, I get it. They don't know. Let's tell them. I told 
myself, I cannot stay in this place. I saw a wealth that that place could not sustain upon my life. Everything that I will become was tied to Nigeria. I was telling people, I can't wait to check out of this place. I met a lady in our London church. I can't forget her, Sister Fadaka. And she said, well, you are here now. You don't need to worry. Just relax. You have to start planning your next move. Arranging how you can stay back. I said, stay what? I said, every day I look at my visa and I say, where's that date again? I don't know, I'm going back to Nigeria. I was missing Nigeria bad, bad. I said, I'm not staying here. She said, pastor, is something wrong with you? That's what she told me. She said, pastor, is something wrong with you? Everybody is dying to come here and you want to go back to Nigeria? I say, yes, Nigeria is my place of destiny. Listen very carefully. You are where you are because God placed you there. God placed you there for a reason. I'm not saying those in America are doing badly. I'm not saying if you go to America, everything will go wrong for you. But I am saying there are some people that left Nigeria only to go to America and realize that Nigeria was their place of destiny. What if our father relocated forcefully to America? Is somebody with me this morning? You are not a mistake. Your position is not a mistake. Get out of that fallacy. God created you with an intention. God created you with a purpose. And he told you why he created you. To be a prophet, not to your family, but to nations. The reason why we are acting small is because we are thinking small. The reason why we are thinking small is because we are seeing small. The reason why we are seeing small is because we are not looking through the eyes of God. If you understand why God created you, you will move differently. You are not a mistake. Don't settle for less. Don't settle for smallness. Don't settle for crumbs. There is nothing wrong in thinking big. Is somebody with me? There is nothing wrong in thinking big. I was with somebody yesterday. Mama Fasu were there together. And he said, why can't we create our own Amazon in Nigeria? I said, wow. Do you know the worth of Amazon? He said, why can't we create our own Amazon? Because very soon you won't be going to the market. You won't be going to trade. From the comfort of your home, you will buy and you will sell. Why can't we create our own? Why must we use the white man's own? Until you start seeing through the lens of God, you take whatever is handed over unto you. I am here to tell you and reaffirm it to you again. You are not a mistake. I said it a few times ago, jokingly, that even if you are soaking, Gary, you know there's a difference between drinking and soaking. There's a difference between drinking, Gary, and soaking, Gary. Soaking gari requires more time and patience. 
church are we together shocking gary requires a bit of professionalism you need some skill to soak gary anybody can drink gary but only professionals can soak gary church are we together you put the gary in the plastic and there's a way you shake it around because you know that this gary has not reached its full potential yet The first time I soaked Gary when I was in the university, I soaked, I drank my Gary the way my mother taught us to drink it. You know, you never know anything more than the way you were shown at home. And the way my mother does her own Gary, she puts the Gary on it, she shakes it, and then she pours the water away. You are not a professional. You don't pour the water away. It's part of the constitution of the Gary. Church, are we together? Those that show Gary, they, they, there's a skill behind it. Every little counts. And then you wait. You wait for the Gary. The Gary is also waiting on you. Because you know that the Gary must reach a potential before it can fill your stomach. Even if you are soaking Gary, as you wait on the Gary to swell, be telling yourself, I will feed millions. Church, are you with me this morning? Be telling that Gary as he's looking at you. Gary, I'm looking at you. You are looking at me. I know I'm waiting for you to swell very well so I can enjoy you. But as I am looking at you, the same way I'm looking at you, I will look at thousands being blessed by the essence that goes out of my life. Even if your mode of transportation is your legacy's best, as you walk in the morning, tell yourself, I will give out cars to thousands. Do you understand what I'm saying, church? Even if you have to hop on a bike or a kekenape, keep telling yourself, I am not made for this level. I am only passing through this stage. Your life has the ability to hear your words. Your mind conforms with your heart. And your life will take shape after the words that come out of your mouth. You know why? You are not a mistake. Let me say this morning. Don't allow people influence you negatively. There is a way that the voices closest to you can influence you. Any voice that can influence you can control you. Any voice that can influence you can what? Can control you. That is why we have some people we call social media influencers. Let me give you a little analogy this morning. If each and every one of you, you are given a radio set... We are going to listen to different stations, right? Are we all going to listen to the same station? No. How do you listen to your choice? How do you listen to your choice? You keep what? Tuning. Why you tune that radio? And you hear, and what will you do? Mm, this is not my own. Because you are going for gospel music. And until you get to your station, you don't stop tuning when voices that don't conform to the vision god has given you comes into your hearing do what tune to another voice 
to choose what you decide to hear if you have a friend that is not speaking your language you have the total permission to break off and make new friends you choose the voices you listen to because the voice that you listen to all the time will determine the direction and the altitude of your life reject any negative form of influence the fact that your life is crumbling because of COVID-19 does not mean my life will crumble as well because you are going through situations and circumstances that limit you does not mean I am limited don't use your place of strategy as the foundation of my strategy don't use your place of tragedy as the foundation of my strategy don't come and tell you i have been there before no we are not running the same race you have not been in my race before the holy spirit determines how fast i am going to move and i have chosen to listen to the voice of the man that can move me to the place of my destiny is somebody with me this morning is somebody with me this morning what am i trying to say you are not a mistake listen god will never create without connecting god will never create without connecting before he created adam he created the garden of eden true he created the garden of eden and the garden of eden was good to look at and when it was done he created man and he left man that way did he leave adam that way he connected adam to his resources he said i give you dominion over the fishes of the sea over the birds of the air and over everything that creeps on the surface of the earth he connected adam to the place of his destiny god never creates without connecting so how am i so sure that you are connected because god created you how am i so sure that god's desire is to divinely connect you because you are still alive today the fact that you are still alive is proof that heaven is still committed to your situation i therefore declare and declare whatever has been suggesting to you that you will fail will fail for your sake in jesus name last week i started the joseph story i started us through the life of joseph joseph is a mysterious figure in the bible a man that was born in a home of luxury and comfort all of a sudden he was removed because that was not his intention some people and some situations removed him but god was only connecting him listen some people may be working against you but i'm here to tell you in the word of prophecy every person working against you right now shall only be working for you in jesus name everything that has been placed against you will be rearranged by heaven to end in your flight in jesus name the people that were supposed to love him were the ones that crushed him 
was reading this morning and I was thinking to myself, his brothers did not even care what his life would be like in slavery. They did not picture it. They just wanted him out of the equation. If he perish, he perish. If we sell him, what if the slave masters beat him up like an animal? They did not care. What if he got there and they chained him to the ground and put him outside under the sun and the rain? They did not think about it. They did not think about the consequences of their action. All they wanted was to get him out. This was a young man that was about to steal their glory. And they said, kill him before his time. Everything that has been sent to kill you before your time is destroyed this morning in Jesus' name. So how come a slave boy became the second most strongest man in the land? Last week, I shared six principles that God gave me that ensured Joseph's connection to the throne. Six principles that guaranteed that Joseph was connected to his throne. Our Father of the Lord will tell us times and times and times again, you cannot be breaking principles and claiming promises. Therefore, behind every realm of manifestations are sets of principles. Behind every appearance in the place of destiny are instructions that you must strictly follow. So what were the six principles that ensured the rise of Joseph in the place of destiny? I shared three last week. Number one was what? How many of us took notes? Number one, don't give up on yourself. Never give up on yourself. The world may give up on you. Don't give up on yourself. How do I know a man that has not given up on himself? His attitude will show. His attitude will show. There are some people that have not seen anything yet. Every time you see them. How are you? Hello. As if they are the only ones going through one thing or the other. I told us last week, we all go through our own. The only difference is that some of us don't carry it on our face. That's the difference. We are all going through something. The only difference is that I am not allowing it to weigh me down the way you are allowing yours weigh you down. Don't give up on yourself. Look, no matter how many people give up on you, as long as you have not given up on God, God is still fully committed to your case. Please, at this junction, don't look for team partners. Now only you work come. Don't look for encouragement. Pastor, I'm serving God. I'm serving God. Nobody is encouraging me. Don't wait for anybody to encourage you. You are working for God, right? God is on your side. You don't need anybody else. You are in that situation by yourself. I can imagine the state of mind of Joseph when he sat in that dry well. 
looking up to heaven a minute ago the only thing he could ever picture was his family members around him and all of a sudden everything went blank he was all by himself i can imagine he cried and cried and cried and cried and when he was tired of crying he cleaned his face the next morning the people who were to sell him to slavery dug him brought him from the well and i can imagine when he saw that he was back on land he looked behind and he told himself i am all by myself if i give up on myself i am finished because there's nobody behind me i'm sure joseph thought it fit not to give up on himself because he had no other choice there was nobody cheering him on imagine what it feels like to be the last born of the family the last born of 12 imagine how everybody celebrated him but he got to a point in destiny he realized my life is between me and god now don't give up on yourself no matter how bad the situation is you are the one going through it please don't give up on yourself the second principle i shared last week is discover your place of intimacy with god if you were not around for the first service please get the tape the first service was powerful i told the man of god he was like you looked into my notes to prepare your own and he said pastor it just shows that the spirit of god is one please don't lose your intimacy with god your intimacy with god is what gives you identity before heaven intimacy with god is not what you do on a sunday morning when we are having service intimacy with god is what happens when everybody goes away and the tears start rolling down your eyes that is when the intimacy with god begins intimacy with god is nakedness with god god this is who i am this is where i missed it this is what i am going through god take my life over that is intimacy with god intimacy with god is a mental connection with the person of jesus most of us have more intimacy with our spouse than we have intimacy with god and sometimes god will allow that spouse fail you so you understand that the best form of intimacy any man can have is intimacy with god joseph was all alone imagine a boy that loved talking to his parents the good the bad and the ugly he will call the mom and daddy come and see what I dreamt I saw you and you were even bowing to me can you imagine where that man was coming from and all of a sudden nobody to go and talk to he had to find a support system in God please I beg you this morning locate your support system in the person of the Holy Spirit discover your place of intimacy with god that is what divinely connects you thirdly i said last week sunday never give less than what god puts inside you 
Never give less than what God put inside you. Whatever gifting you have, anytime you have the opportunity to manifest that grace, don't look at money. Don't look at money. I was with somebody two or three days ago and um, I said, please help me with this thing I brought to your shop. And he was telling me what he was going to do because he was supposed to repair something for me. And I looked to the side of the shop and I said, I hope the way you did that one is not the way you are going to do my own. He said, ah, no, pastor, I will buy quality materials for you. You see that person, he did not pay me enough money. He did not pay me enough money. Even if they don't pay you enough money, give the best of your ability. There is a God that records it for you. The man of God was ministering in the first service and I was getting excited. This is where we miss it. We miss the principles of manifestation. He said, whatever God gives you, he gives you in a crude form. Now listen carefully to this. Joseph started out as a dreamer, not an interpreter. Not an interpreter. But interpretation was the place of his destiny. Are we together? When he was with his parents, he was dreaming. He learned how to interpret in Potiphar's house. While he was serving, he was interpreting. And that's why Potiphar saw excellence upon his life. He interpreted things in a way that nobody else could interpret. But the gift for interpretation came via the place of service. Somebody with me this morning. All of a sudden, Potiphar's wife sent him out of the house of Potiphar into the prison. Prisoners have no money. They had nothing to pay him, but he was still rendering his services for free. He still kept on interpreting for prisoners and that is what got him out of prison. Because he saw the gift God put upon him and placed it above the money he was receiving for it. Is somebody with me, church? Anytime you are met with a situation where you have to give your gifting, your skill, your service, please do it 100%. There are people that will come into the house of God and say, I will do this, but you pay me first. They are serving God, though. They say, I will do this for God, but you, you pay me first. And say, don't you know you're in the church saying, so can I? Can I? You go outside and look for people that will do it for you for free. Look when you are in the place of service. Give your all. Your destiny helper is coming on the way. And whatever he sees you do determines the value he will have for you. Let everybody see the things you do and see the spirit of excellence upon it. Can someone say, Pastor, I hear. So this morning I continue. I give you two points. And next Sunday I give you the remaining two. Is that all right? Should we do it that way? So let's go. The fourth principle. Give your gold away. Give your gold away. 
if you don't give your gold away you may never find the favor of the king if you don't give your gold away you may never find the favor of the king please listen carefully to this great challenges are often signals of great opportunities great problems are often signals of great opportunities and the world only has respect for problem solvers great problems are only signals of great opportunities and the world will only stand at attention for problem solvers that's why i said man of god is like you looked into my book a video was played for us in the morning and it started highlighting the people who have succeeded the most on the surface of the earth and there was something common among all of them they were problem solvers if you don't give your gold away you may never meet with the favor of the king you are praying for prosperity and blessing and wealth and god is asking you what is in your hand to give genesis 41 and verse 1 genesis 4 1 verse 1 and it came to pass at the end of two full years that pharaoh had a dream and behold he stood by the river he had been dreaming countless times but that day that dream was different that dream was unique that dream was terrible that dream was intimidating that dream was scary he saw seven fat cows come out of the river and they began grazing and afterwards seven slender starving cows came up and they consumed the fat cows and nothing happened to them he woke up terrified and then he slept again and he dreamed the second dream and he saw a limb of wheat seven of them very robust very healthy and after seven scrangly dried leans of wheat grew up after what consumed the seven healthy leans of wheat and it did not change and all of a sudden the season of visitation for joseph came genesis 41 verse 8 genesis 41 verse 8 now it came to pass in the morning that the spirit of pharaoh was troubled and he sent and called for all the magicians of egypt and all of her wise men and pharaoh told them of his dream but there was no one who could interpret them for pharaoh no one could do it except the interpreter of dreams called joseph at that point if joseph did not give out his services for free he will remain a prisoner nothing was promised him he wasn't sure of the outcome 
all he knew is that he had trained himself to give out his gold and he gave out his gold to the king and his life never remained the same if you keep the grace that god has given to you you may never meet with the favor of the king i'm telling you something fundamental that most christians suffer from the world has room only for problem solvers i'm going to show you something and this is very prophetic brother rams please can you rise up on your feet can you do me a favor i said rise up you're already coming i know we are together in spirit can you bring your phone i want you to bring your handset your handset now i want you to stand in front of the church who owns this who owns this you want to know the owner of this come and try and take it from his hand if you try and take this from him what do we call you what do we call you ah you know why this belongs to him please can you stretch out your phone in your hands i have said this before i have done this but i'm only doing it again so that that revelation can enter your mind god never creates a man without his gold what is the place of gold the place of ideas the place of skill the place of your gift god never creates a man without his gifting and his grace god never creates a man empty so every time you raise up your voice and you say god look at me and what i'm going through what is god saying god saying look at what i put in your heart look at what i gave you for your destiny god cannot lift you absent of the place of your gifts and your grace the only problem we have is that when we get to situation and circumstances when we should give this away we keep it to ourselves your grace is useless without the opportunity for it to shine can we all stand up on our feet i can sense it in my spirit that most of us are not where we are supposed to be because we have not even identified our place of grace listen to this god is a god of a second third fourth fifth chance but the day you offer your goal to the king is the day that your destiny shines i prophesy over your life and your destiny whatever has tied you down to that place of stagnancy is breaking off your life in jesus name i see clays molded on the eyes of many so that they don't see that what they have been asking god for has already been given to them before they were born i therefore declare and declare that your supernatural and spiritual eyes are open for you now in jesus name begin to see what to do to get you to your place of glory in jesus name i want you to have your seat in god's glorious presence please go back to your seat whenever you stand before god asking for him to bless you please don't forget that god will always demand that you look into your hands at what he put there 
and he knows exactly what he gave you because he's the one that put it there church are we together if you must get to your place of divine connection give your gold away can you imagine that joseph was in the prison for 11 years he was in the prison for 11 years if joseph was me and me was joseph and i saw myself in a place for 11 years i would have started complaining god can't you see me here can't you see me can't you see what i'm going through god how can i be removed from a place a palace potiphar's house and you brought me here the reason why most of you have not come out of that place of struggle is because you have been complaining stop complaining start looking start searching your life god where is my gold i know i'm not empty every time you look for your gold you will have no excuse for failure touch are you with me this morning but see what most christians do they start comparing themselves to their neighbor they say look at sister shade has bought a new car they don't have two heads god says yes they don't have two heads they have one head and one gift every time you stand in the place of prayer always look inward and ask god god show me what you have given me for my own breakthrough i declare and declare your eyes are open right now in jesus name there is no two way to it those that rule the world are problem solvers let me shock you this morning yesterday i realized a truth that we have known for many many years africa is not poor africa is only poorly managed Africa is not poor. Africa is only what? Poorly managed. Listen to this. I saw a news yesterday and I will read the news to you the way I read it. The United Kingdom is now looking to enter trade deals. That's agricultural trade deals with West African countries in order to meet their domestic needs for food due to their exit from eu so because they exited eu they are looking at africa now to feed them my question is where is nigeria where is the food that god put in her hand she dropped it for oil because she did not see the value she did not know that one day the whole world will be looking up and calling to her to feed them our glory was in agriculture but because we did not see it we dropped it for an inferior product the reason why most people are suffering is because they dropped their gold and they picked up thesis give your gold away listen in first corinthians 2 verse 9 god says eyes have not seen ears have not heard it has not come into the consciousness of the mind of man what god has prepared for those that love him i read this yesterday and i saw it in a different way 
the Holy Spirit said, read that verse again. And I started reading it. Listen. And I started reading it, but I read it this way. Eyes have not seen the problems. Eyes have not seen the magnitude of challenges that will come. Eyes have not seen the level of calamity that will hit the world just because God has prepared problem solvers that will create problem for it. Stop complaining about COVID-19. It was God ordained. We will never stop having problems because God will never stop producing problem solvers. The question is get in line, get in line, become a problem solver. Join the queue. Join the when God wants to prosper in life, He brings him in conjunction with challenges. Don't run away from your challenge. Don't run away from your challenge. Recognize it as an opportunity. If you have the capacity and the potential to get it done, don't look at the size. You have a contract. They say they need food. I say, aha, me the And your man really come with some food. I don't know how to cook. Can't you go and learn? Can't you go and look for relationships? You come, help me. You come help me. You come help me. This net is too big for me to pull, but I must not lose this. This belongs to me. Nowadays, those that cook professionally are not even the one cooking the food anymore. They take the contract, look for five to ten other local people, give it to them. Then they put their card, they put their color, they put everything on the table. You get there, you think they did it. No, they are sitting at home just watching other people do their own job and they collect the money. Don't run away from opportunities. Can you say, Pastor, I hear, sir? Can you say, Pastor, I hear, sir? Listen to this careful instruction. Go into partnerships and relationships as long as God is leading you. Spiritually, go into partnerships. What God is giving you is bigger than your present capacity. It only means you have to leverage other people. But don't walk into relationships blindly. Our Father will tell us times and times again that if God is connecting you, nobody can take advantage of you. Some people have ideas and they are not willing to share it with anybody. They are willing to keep that idea just look at yourself you are dying gradually with that big idea instead of you to look at a person that has a leverage and a network that you don't have and say this is my idea can we partner together listen as long as God is strategically leading you to a partnership don't allow fear take that vision away from you church are we together Give your gold away. And finally, and I'll be quick with this. Finally, choose to love no matter how much it costs. Choose to love no matter how much it costs. That's the fifth principle this morning. Listen to this, church. Love is a choice, and love has a price. Love is a choice and love genuinely has a price. Luke 23 and verse 34. 
Luke 23, 34. Jesus said, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they do. And they divided his garments and they cast lots. He was in pain. He was in suffering. And the only thing he had left in his heart was love. Love is a choice and love has a price. This is one thing I am sure of. As long as we are members of this church, I'm going to hurt you tomorrow. I can't guarantee that I won't hurt you. Because I'm what? I'm human. And I cannot guarantee that you will not hurt me. But we can all choose to love and forgive. God says, be at peace with all men. That is the equation for constant and daily love and forgiveness. I'm at peace with all men, not because they don't do certain things that pinch me, but before they do it, I've already chosen to forgive them. You are never going to be connected to heaven if you have not found a place of true love and forgiveness. I'll share a very deep revelation with you this morning. Love is spiritual in nature. Love is what? Spiritual in nature. If you want your prayers to work faster, pray in the place of love. If you want your fasting to work, fast in the place of love. If you are praying and you have hatred or forgiveness, your prayer will not work. Church, are you with me this morning? Your prayer will not work. Prayers outside the place of love is important. Matthew chapter 5, verses 23 to 24. Matthew chapter 5, verses 23 and 24. Therefore, if you bring your gifts to the altar... And there remember that your brother has something against you. 24. Leave your gift there before the altar. I am not interested in your prayer. I am not interested in your fast. Please go back to that verse. 24. And go your way. First be reconciled to your brother. Then come and offer your gift. That means whatever you do in the place of spirituality without love is a non-entity. You are never going to experience the seamless connection to your place of grace and victory outside the place of love. I still don't understand Joseph. These are people that wanted to kill you. I started by telling you that they did not care if he died. They did not care if he perished. They sold him out to slavery. They stole him out to servitude. But listen to Genesis 45 and verse 3. Genesis 45 and verse 3. Then Joseph said to his brothers, I am Joseph. The man you have been bowing down for, I am your brother Joseph. Does my father still live? But his brothers could not answer him for they were dismayed in his presence. Verse 5. Verse 5. 45 verse 5. But now do not 
not therefore be grieved or angry with yourselves because you sold me here for God sent me before you to preserve your lives I thought when he said all of you I know you cannot recognize me how could they recognize Joseph Joseph was a kid when they threw him in a well like a monkey they wanted to sell and all of the sudden he had the scepter he had the ring of the king he had the paraphernalia they had to feel form before they saw him they were coming to Egypt and their heart was shaken not because of the person of the king but because of what it meant to be standing in front of the king of Egypt his family lineage did not matter to them when you are before the king you and while they were trembling just because of the visage of the king they were but like poor men before him he said wait let me disclose my identity to you I am Joseph I'm one of you you are my brothers and I thought at that point if me were Joseph and Joseph were me and I were me and me were I <laughs> I'm saying look look I am Joseph I'm Joseph I will deal with you in your life when you are dead and buried you will remember my name and you will pick race and I can imagine one of them say shut up shut up please God for him speaking tie him to that pole let others watch him suffer small say me you threw me into a well I will throw you into prison I went without food for one whole night. For one year, don't give them food. No. But Joseph said, hey, please, I beg of you, don't let it worry you that you sold me. Don't panic. I beg you. Don't be worried. Please, whatever I can do to make you feel free around me, let me know I am ready to do it. I came here because of you. I came here because God wanted me to save your lives. The definition of love. Listen. Love is not I forgive you but I won't let you go. Listen. Love is not I forgive you but next time I will not do business with you again. That's not love. Love is I forgive you and I'm ready to give you a second, a third and a fourth chance. It's not easy. What I'm telling you about is not easy. I have hurt people in this church. And people have what? Hurt. I called somebody on, when was that? Thursday or Friday to my office. When I was apologizing to somebody. Friday. I called somebody, one of us in my office. And I was saying, Joe, please forgive me. Resident pastor, resident pastor. Call that one. I said, please, ma, please. She said, no, 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 Pastor, you are my relative. I said, mm, let me apologize. I did not know. I didn't do it intentionally. And I want you to see my heart. Please forgive me. See, until you get to a point where you totally love, you cannot be loved by others. Church, are you with me? There is no need asking God to divinely connect you when you have black book. Totising the people that you are going to go. 
I'm presenting this list to you. <laughs> I'm just waiting. The only thing that remains is that you should bless me. Oh, is, is I can't deal with these people because your blessing has not come. Oh, God, just bless me tomorrow. These people, I will deal with them. I will deal. I will deal with their father. There's some blessing God has not given you yet because you have not gotten to the place of forgiveness. Because if God gives you that blessing, you will destroy others with it. And God will rather wait for you to learn your lesson in love before the miracle comes. The reason why some of us are still where we are suffering is because we have decided not to graduate. Church, are you with me this morning? The faster you learn from love and learn in the place of the Holy Spirit, the faster you will be divinely connected. Listen to this. Everything that happens to a man is either for a blessing or for a lesson. Everything that happens to a man is either for a blessing or a lesson nothing is wasted in the place of destiny so if you hurt me it's a lesson and if you are here to connect me you are a blessing whatever the case may be you are my friend for life i give you this short story and then we go into the place of prayer please don't forget everything that you had this morning i've told us this story before about a black couple in america that moved into a new area they had never been there before but it was a rich area so they were the only black couple in the community but there was a woman who was their neighbor and she hated black people she was a white old woman with hatred and meanness in their heart you know that some people that just hate you for no reason they just hate you for say, pa, pa, can't you see how pastor is dressing can't his dress is fine. How can his dress be that fine? Why should his dress be fine? Look at how she's laughing. Why is she laughing like that? Should she be crying? And, and, and she's dancing. This she was dancing. And she was dancing. And she was like that. You want her to be crawling. She's worshipping God and she's dancing. And you're getting angry. There's a woman that just hates you because of you. And so that woman just hated the black couple. Now, every day, she would take her feces and throw it into their compound and shout at them to get out of that community every single day she was throwing feces into their compound imagine how their compound will smell like and the black couple said nothing they chose to love her she'll wake up in the morning and abuse them and say you bloody black niggas you monkey we don't want you here and throw feces and they kept quiet and kept on loving her and after some months the white woman had a knock on her door and then she opened the door and saw these black couples coming with a basket of roses and flowers now this woman loved flowers and loved roses so when she saw them with the basket tears fell down her eye he said how do you know I love roses so much and she allowed them in and she said do you know i hated you do you know i did not love you 
Do you know the feces that was thrown into your compound every day was done by me? And they looked at her and said, we know you were doing it. And then she still crying. I said, and you still brought roses for me? I said, yes. We had to bring you the result of your feces. For every day you threw feces into our compound, roses started growing in our backyard. And now they have entered their season of bloom and we have come to show you what your feces did in our compound. Listen, allow people throw feces at you. You choose to love them. There's a reason why God has pushed people into your life to step on your feet. They're only there to mature you. They are there to push you into your place of love and forgiveness so that you can be called divinely connected. Can we rise up on our feet? Can we rise up on our feet? Can we rise up on our feet? You are not a mistake. No matter what people tell you, you are a child of divine connection. It is time to pray this morning, but as we rise up on our feet with our eyes closed and our heads bowed, if you cannot remember a place or a time where you gave your life to Christ, please, while all eyes are closed and all heads are bowed, please lift your hands to heaven. You know you have no connection with God, meaning you have not given your life to Christ. It is time for you to do so. God wants you to be connected to him. He is ready to take you back just the way you are. If you cannot remember a time you gave your life to Jesus, then you are not connected to heaven. And that is the greatest connection of all. With all eyes closed and all heads bowed, can you lift up your hands? And when I see those hands, I will lead you to Christ and you will be saved and you will be divinely connected forever is there anybody like that in the house it is time for salvation there is no one can we lift up our voices quickly listen Joseph told his brothers and said hey hey please don't shake anymore I am Joseph your brother and I am here because God wanted me to save your lives if you don't know the reason why you are where you are, you will complain for too long. The reason why you are not yet connected is because you have not seen the reason for that situation. You have not seen the reason behind that circumstance. You have not seen the reason why you are where you are and why what is happening to you right now is happening to you. I want you to lift up your voice before heaven and say, Oh Lord my God. Say, Oh Lord my God. Show me the purpose for my present location and connect me to my destiny helpers prayer in jesus name show me the reason why you have put me in this church show me the reason why you have raised up my family show me the reason behind my place in that office show me the reason behind my existence in life and destiny a man that can answer the question of why becomes a man of destiny if you know why you are where you are then you move faster in the place of destiny Jesus open my eyes to the revelation of my creation let me know why you created me is somebody praying this morning 
this is a deliverance service you are here not by mistake you are here because god wants to do something great in your life in jesus mighty name we have prayed you are going to pray this last prayer before you take your seat joseph stayed in the place of his divine connection that is why he rose to prominence listen to this as i was preparing this message the holy spirit told me that when joseph was in potiphar's house he was already a powerful man true of us he already had money he had servants potiphar put all his servants under joseph he did not start rulership on the throne he started it from potiphar's house but do you know what joseph did not go back home joseph did not take the power he had back home to show his brothers that now now i have power he just stayed in the place of his divine connection some people a little breakthrough and they lose it because the place of reigning was not potiphar's throne it was pharaoh's throne even though he was on potiphar's throne he stayed patiently because he knew that the connection was not done yet some people are not in their place of glory not because they were never on their way but because they stepped out of the path of destiny you are going to lift up your voice to heaven this morning and say oh lord my god give me the grace to stay in the place of divine connection can someone begin to pray this morning god give me the grace to stay in the place of divine connection i will not lose my destiny what the devil does is that when he sees a man on the way to destiny he brings things to steer his focus away he sends relationship to break that focus he sends a voice to redefine the vision of god god give me the grace to stay in the place of my assignment it may look hard now but call god to give you grace to stay you are just a few days away a few moments away a few connections away to your place of destiny god give me the grace to stay put in my place of divine connection in jesus mighty name we are praying i want everyone to stretch their hands to the altar as i decree god's blessing upon that prayer i speak upon your life and upon your destiny listen to this prayer you will not miss it in jesus name the difference between great men and men of mediocrity is that men of mediocrity missed it i speak into your life and your destiny you will not miss it in jesus name every potiphar's gift that robs you of pharaoh's throne is removed from your life and destiny right now in jesus name some of us don't understand that prayer every potiphar gift sends into your life to rob you of pharaoh's throne is removed from your life and destiny now in jesus name may god give you eyes to see may he give you ears to hear 
you will get to your throne in Jesus name and so shall it be with you in Jesus mighty name we have prayed if you believe that God's visitation is sure can you celebrate God by putting your hands together is that how to celebrate God Thank you so much for listening to this podcast and until you subscribe to get more podcasts to keep you on the success track. While others say there is a casting down for you that you'll be a lifting up. I love you.